Slag Guy. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Slag Guy podcast with me, your host with the most, Cholesterol, Dave Elliott. How are we doing? Are we well this week? I am ready to podcast. At last, I'm ready to podcast. That's the end of my rap, 50 Cent. At last, I'm ready to podcast you. Um, I was supposed to do this podcast last night, but then my children were just, just fucks, basically. And then, again, 24 hours later, they've continued that trend by being a fuck. So now I am myself. I'm sure I look it. Absolutely fucked. Exhausted. Tired. Grouchy. Um, I had to get back on the gear to get me through the podcast, because I don't know if... If I've expressed this with my my regular podcast listeners or solely my Patreon uh, listeners, but I, I've kicked the habit. I've knocked regular coffee on the head. I've started just trying to drink more decaf because I think that if you just drink way too much caffeine, it can't be good for your ticker. I'm getting stressed about a lot of stuff at the minute, but everything's annoying me. So I thought I'll cut. Oh, I'll cut the caffeine out, and then hopefully that. Will make me feel a little bit better and less stressy and more like I'm sorry, just fix my mic here. More less likely that I'm gonna die young. I will, but you know. So the tonight I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm getting back in the sugary coffee, not just regular coffee, sugary. I mean, you know how that goes. You know, my best podcasts are fueled by sugary coffee. See, when I'm in the studio with that snake rat, I am buzzing. And I'm buzzing right now to get me through this because I'm just exhausted with my kids just being, just being pieces, just pieces of shit. Like, not sleeping. Like, not, I, I hate it whenever um, people label everything. You know, it's all like, oh, there's a, a reason it happens. Kids do this. It's sleep regression. BS, it's just your kids being a wanker. You know what I mean? It's nothing. They, they don't regress. They, they sleep. They either sleep or they don't. Mine has been sleeping. Now, all of a sudden, it's decided don't sleep anymore, do you know what I mean, and that in and of itself is a problem, so I was up about seven times in the night last night, I rose this morning like the undertaker at a quarter to six, and then quarter past six, kids are up, and I'm up with them, because I think, you know what, the new the new baby, I must admit, likes her mummy more than she likes me, which is fine, you know, the first one likes me more, that's good, the good thing is now the first one, the older one can speak, so I'm able to tell her things to say to her mummy to make her mummy feel shit, which makes me feel better. You know, no, it doesn't really. But um, this new one just cannot settle. Like I wake the night, give her a bottle. She'll just sit about, squirm about, and then eventually start just screaming, not even crying, just, ah, ah. And then when she starts doing that shit, like some sort of fucking prowler monkey, I start getting stressed out because I'm like, oh, fuck, she's going to wake the other kid. She's going to wake my wife. It's just going to be everybody awake. I'm going to be stressed out, so I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just, and, and again, why you say that to the baby? Shut the fuck up. Babies don't even understand words, so let alone just going, shh, they don't understand that, but even going, shut the fuck up. They don't even know the tone, just shut the fuck up. Like, you're raising with them, like you're raising with a younger sibling that you've just kicked in the face, and they don't, you don't want them to tell their mummy. you're like, just listen, shut the fuck up. Wait, no one needs to know this, okay, yeah, I get it. I fucked up, I'm sorry, don't tell mum. If you tell mum I'm doubly fucked, I'll get grounded, I'll be in a mood, and then I will be seeking revenge on you, you know? But with the baby, I'll say, shut the fuck up, because if she wakes up, I'll be the one to blame, because I can't get you back to sleep again, and it's not me, it's a problem, it's you, so just fuck up and go to sleep, I got your milk. Oh, I got your dummy. I've even got this wee sheep that you just hit its tail and makes, like, heart noises, which is creepy, but you like that, go to sleep, shh, please. Doesn't go to sleep, then my wife wakes up. 
Oh, fuck's sake. No, I have to rock her to sleep and then I go back to sleep and needless to say I wake up again earlier and back. It's just a cycle of trying to get that baby shut, the shut up. Oh, shut the fuck up. And then last night to make it even worse, I heard the baby crying and thought, oh no, surely my wife's heard her. She'll get up with her. No, she hadn't heard her. So I'm like, oh no, I can't afford for her to wake up and be crossing me. It's like they say, you know, in... in in, in seaside myth about the kraken you don't wake the kraken the kraken's this big evil octopus i think that just lives under the water and then it wakes up because they anchor it i assume on a boat like the kraken's just chilling it's like just fucking let me sleep then it wakes up it's like oh for fuck's sake and then it gets it with his big fucking tentacles and just smashes ships up and all it's like see if you'd just let me fucking sleep, there wouldn't be any of this problem. So much like the Kraken, I don't want this woman to wake up. Otherwise, my life's going to be less enjoyable. And let's be honest, it will be, all right? And then she's not a very um, good morning person either. Likes to be rested. So, you know, if she's grouchy in the morning, I don't need that on top of already grouchiness. So I hear the baby waking. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get out of bed. So I get out of bed. I'm like, right, okay. Go around to her way, like, next to me thing. And I'm like, right, I'm feeling around the top of the cot. I'm like, there's the dummy. Put the dummy in. I'm like, right, shush. So I'm like down in my hunches, right, at the, the cot, just putting the dummy in. Send the baby. Shut the fuck up. Just please, please, I'm begging you now. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, hey, don't wake your mummy because then you're in trouble. I'm in trouble. And if you wake your mummy, if you wake your big sister, we're all fucked. So just shut the fuck up. Please, just, and I'm praying. Like, I'm, I don't even know what to believe. Am I a Christian? Who knows? I do I believe in a God. I don't know. Do I not believe in a God? Probably. I don't know what to believe. But I'm praying at this point. I'm like, please, just shut the fuck up. Please, in the name of God, just shut the fuck up, God, please. If you're up there, now is the time to show me you're real. I'll believe in you forever. I'll go to church, albeit with my fingers crossed the next minute. I'll go to church and I'll, please, just shut the fuck up. Go to sleep. Then I hear the rumbling. My wife starts moving. I'm like, oh no. She is going to get up and get cross. She's going to see me down here. Then she's going to be like, you couldn't get her over again, you piece of shit. But what turned out to happen was even worse. She didn't even know I was up. So she did a full Oscar Pistorius. She was just like, oh, I thought that he was sleeping in the bed beside me. I felt something beside me. I thought it was him. So I just got up. But what happened was she swung her foot round to get up. And when she swung her foot round, she basically <laughs> hit me. Right up the kite with a fucking insiguri kick. You know, just knocked me right over. And then I got the blame for being in the way. And I was like, how can how can you blame me? I'm up trying to reason with this child getting it the fuck up. And you kicked me in the face. She said, you shouldn't have been there. And then she goes, you were so creepy. And I was how can I be creepy in the middle of the night? And she said, you're just down there. All like in your boxers. I mean, I was sleeping. All hunched down there like Gollum. And I was thinking, all right, I'll take that compliment because Gollum's thin. You know, Gollum is a thin, he's a physique guy. Gollum looks after himself, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's always athletically running about just looking for the ring. Where's my fucking ring and all? You know, I assume. And, like, I think, I'm thinking I'm feeling good. You know, in my pants, maybe I'm looking pretty pretty muscular. She thinks I'm, like, Gollum. But she's like, you shouldn't have been down there in my foot area. And I was like, when have you ever swung your leg out of bed like that before? Like a big fucking scissor action just hit me boof, right up the kite. Because you shouldn't have been there. I was like, well, I was trying to help. And then, obviously, you end up getting in night arguments. Now, whenever you're married with children, no arguments are worse than night arguments at the time. But then, then normally, because you're half asleep, half awake, you forget the night arguments. So when you wake up in the morning, all's good again. But, yeah, that was a bit of a moment. So I wasn't sleeping well. I'm probably concussed. Boot up the face. My fault for being a creepy golem. And, uh, <laughs> you know, this is where we're at. Another near... 
you know, basically, when I fi- this is why I'm sad now, because when I finish this podcast, I have to go to bed, and I know it's going to start all over again, and it's just like, I just pray, once again, whether there's someone listening or not, that that child just, just, just fucks up. You know, please, just stays asleep. Or even just wake up once, get a milky, but I mean, why they call it a milky, get your, like, this is how I sell it to a child that doesn't even understand words. If you wake up, I'll give you a milky bottle. Like, what What else do they fucking drink? You know what I mean? It's not like port, you know? It's either milk or not milk. You know, it's just what's in it. You know, either it's like, you know, virgin cocktail or it's the hard stuff with Carabelle in it, you know, or, or gripe water, which is no doubt... Just Sambuca for babies, because great water smells exactly like Sambuca. Um, so like I mean, said to her, listen, if you will get you up, give you a milky bottle, it'll be all right. And then we go through the night, it's stress city, she gets up in the morning, just laughs at you, and all of a sudden you're like, I forgive you. But in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm going to have, have a terrible day. All day will be terrible, because the problem for me is when you're a dad, it's not appropriate to sleep during the day. When you're a little baby, oh, it's fine, you can be up all night being a piece of shit you can be you can be like sean kingston you know you can be party all day or sleep all day and party all night you know that's fine but when i do it it's a problem you're like oh people are like oh you look terrible that was the thing today i put a story uh, on my on my instagram just sort of briefly documenting some of the experiences of last night the amount of people messaging me going mate you look really shit i'm like i know so what I'm doing is I don't need you to reaffirm how stinking I am. People are like, oh, you look really, you look really gross, mate. Like, are you sure you're all right? Like, you look, like some people are like, mate, you look really fucking rotten and all. Like, you're, and then people start insulting things to me that aren't affected by being tired. They're like, oh, mate, your beard's really full of greys and all. And it's very straggly. I'm like, yeah, what's that got to do with me being tired? You know, uh, definitely say there's bags under my eyes. You know, listen, there's luggage under your eyes, big man. Fair enough, take that. But they're like, oh no, see that, see that scraggly, dirty beard, see those yellow teeth. I'm like, all right, guys, all right, stop. When you see the gap in those teeth, Jesus, you, a gap in your teeth <laughs> is like Chris Jenner's gash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I was, I was just having the time of it. People insulted me, feeling shit. I mean. It's grand. Reminds me actually of the time when my mum just insulted me completely for, you know, again, nothing that was anything to do with what was wrong with me. You know, so for example, and I'm going to say for example, it's exactly what happened. So what happened was my, her birthday. It turns out it was like her 50th birthday. So like it was, a, you know, a long enough time ago. And for some reason I had ne- neglected the fact that that was the case. So just thought, I was during the summer holidays, or, or like Easter holidays maybe, it would have been Easter holidays because when her birthday is, I just decided to myself, hey fucking, I'm going to shave my head. So shaved my head, I like took it to four, you know, I had just like longish hair at the time, um, for, for my Irish speakers, you know, it's just long hair, and um, I just cut it, cut it down, shaved it, she's got a lower clips like there's a four, bzz, do a three, it looks decent, and then I started getting a bit more, you know, it's it's less black coloured, it's more grey, I'm like, oh, this is pretty sexy, I'll take it down, bzz, two, one, bzz, I'll do it that we half, I'll take it to zero, bzz, and then it's a zero, I'm like, I can go further, where's the cream at, you know, and then shaving cream to pick the bald, afterwards I was like, oh no, what have I done, I look fucking terrible, and then at that time, I didn't have a beard, I just had a shaved face, 
I looked a lot like I looked a lot like George Dawes, you know Matt Lucas, but when he was the baby because he was young. Um, I looked like him with like Groucho Mark, Groucho Mark's eyebrows stuck on me. These eyebrows just look where well, they popped whenever I was fully bald. And after I did that, I was like, oh no. And I started looking at myself, being like, oh no, my lips, my gap teeth look even bigger now. My nose, oh shit, what have I done? And um, at the point of shave that, I fully forgot that it was my mum's 50th birthday. So we were going out for dinner that evening. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to go out like this. And it's going to be terrible. Now, I had gone out before for dinner and again I think it was my mum's birthday with another head shaving incident whereby my clippers died and I couldn't fix them you know they weren't even just like they needed charge they died and I had just shaved basically this part of my hair so like the reverse Fat Ronaldo from the World Cup final almost like the wrestler Kane when he when he took his mask off it looked like I'd been lobotomized, and I had to just go out for dinner <laughs> with this fucking hair half shaved with a hat and again it wasn't really a a hat that I wore, it was like one of my dad's hats, so it wasn't like a, a flat cap or like a peak cap or something I would normally wear, it was sort of like a mix between a trilby and an old man's hat, so I looked really weird when I was like 15 with this lobotomized head <laughs> and this fucking tilted hat on, being like, people were probably like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? You know, but that was that time, so anyway, I shaved my head and I go with my granny's and um, my mum was at work. And I was sitting there, I was wearing obviously a hat, which felt like Velcro on my head because the head, the shaved head just felt like anything just stuck to it. It wasn't, I thought it'd be like smooth and sleek. Now it was awful. And I was the shape of, my head's the shape of a brain. Again, being a prop forward for so many years, just running into people with your head first, just bumps all over your head, you don't know exist. So I'm just there, I'm in my granny's and uh, my mum comes in and I just, at this point, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm all the banter in the world here. So she turns around the corner, she's like, what are you doing wearing a fucking hat indoor, you idiot? Get that off, it's bad manners. And I was like, oh, hey, you asked for it. So I just grabbed the hat, pulled it off, and mum just started crying, like hysteric, crying, being like, oh my God, what have you done to yourself? And then my initial point, she just started saying things about me that like had no relevance in anything at all. She just started going, oh my God, look how disgusting your face is. And I was like, I don't know what I mean. So you're so ugly, you're disgusting. You're a fucking disgusting sight. You're a fucking ugly bastard. My son's fucking stinking. I was like feeling feeling like the elephant man there. I was like trying to get her around again. I was like, mommy, I'm a human being. And she was like, no, you're a fucking stinking hateful bastard. Rat bastard. I was like, right, okay, what the fuck? You're a fucking titan cunt. I'm like, mom, you're not from Belfast. What you do is being like, you're a fucking stinking bastard. I was like, okay, feeling sufficiently hurt. So then we're for dinner. I was like, here, Dad, do you have that sort of weird trilby flat cap leather thing you've got going? He's like, yeah, stick it on. So once again, this cre- weird wee creep guy. <laughs> 17-year-old guy going out for dinner. People are like, fuck's wrong this guy? Probably wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Probably looking like some fucking shit detective from like Miami. Being like, hey, I'm just here for a bit of dinner. You know, I gotta let my head down somehow. And they're like, hey, but you don't have no head. And I'm like, hey, fuck you. But, um... That was how I felt again today, like like I'd picked my head and people were just reminding me how rank I am. Now, the irony is I'm going to have to actually shave my head soon enough because, hey, father time, father stress, why I've stopped eating and drinking caffeine. Now, people are like, what do you do, eat caffeine? Yes, I just eat, ca- I eat caffeine bars, just pure, pure caffeine, just to get fucking buzzed. And that's, that's how I live my life, you know, I'm going to have a great here because I feel like my mouth's getting dry from all that coffee. But, hey, listen, this is the beauty of the mic, just swing it out of the way. Swing it back in and I'm, I'm, my mouth's all moist. <laughs> Such a stinking word. 
But anyway, how do we get on that? I do not do not know what I was even what I was trying to say. Long story short, I'm fucking tired. Alright, that's what I was trying to say. I'm tired. I'm a child's a bastard. Except one of them is, but the other one's not. But you you get the picture. So I'm praying and hoping to somebody, whether it's God or whoever else up there, or Frank Lampard, um, that, you know, the baby sleeps and I might get a bit of rest and I feel like I'm not going to lose my mind. Long story short. So that's it. So my point being at the beginning was, hey, listen, I'm tired. This might be a shit episode. But on the bright side, we're moving back to the studio in March. So it's like another week and we'll be back. We might even be back for next week's fucking episode. Yes, I'm going to say to the snake rat. In fact, this is the content that people want. I'm going to say, right, snake rat Ben next week in the studio and see what he says. Um, This is how I address him. Next week studio full stop not question mark it's a statement all right listen snake right you get paid studio next week you bastard but yeah i feel like it i feel like we need it you know obviously the sound's going to be sweet the studio's going to look sweet it's going to be a proper it's going to be a proper setup it's going to be very sexy now thank you to everybody that stuck with me during the, the fucking lockdown here inside my bloody bunker aka the very luxurious dining room that i have but you know it's been hard going. I like to get out, get into the studio, do the work, get home. The podcast looks better. The clips are better. The clips are there. I've just been making clips because Ben's just decided, hey, I'm off. And he just doesn't watch it back. At least if he's there, he can be like, oh, that's a clip, that's a clip. I just don't have time to watch it back because I do like 15 podcasts a week now. It's just how I do it, you know, so I don't have time to look at it back. I sometimes try to remember stuff. But hey, guess what? I'm so exhausted I don't. I forget all the time. It is what it is. But look, you know, fun week this week. I'm excited about getting back in the studio um i've been i'm just looking around to see what else can I talk about because what, what is there to talk about when you're stuck in your bastard house not a lot but i see um i've got some co- <laughs> got some cock in my uh in my dining room a couple of a couple of things at cock now um see that's c-a-u-l-k cock which is um you know how definitely how a new yorker says it's your your dick like Hey, come over here and let me see your cock. Hey, brother. I mean, what sort of what sort of conversation goes that way? Excuse me, mate. Can you come over here real quick and let me have a look at your cock? But no, you can buy in a DIY store. This cock and uh, it's to like just fill holes. I mean, listen, it, it, it's not a lot different than what its namesake is. It's it's there to fill a bit of holes. Um, and that was great English, and it's just going to be a good time. So I've been doing some DIY. I've got my cock there, ready to spread some 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 of that white shit everywhere, and I'm feeling good. You know, this week's DIY, I did I replaced the wee. Yeah, uh, it's not a draft excluder. <laughs> it's not a draft excluder. You can, you can see I'm a DIY guy. Believe it or not, I worked in B and Q for a number of years, so I should have some sort of knowledge of some DIY. But listen, I, th- I thought it was a draft excluder at the bottom of the, sh- the shower screen, but it's actually just to like stop the water getting out. So I had to replace that. I had to properly measure it, go into the into the DIY store. I go to home base now because it's handier. No disrespect, being cute. And I went, was like, right, gotta find what I gotta find. So rather than just taking the whole thing for measures, I, I cut the I cut a wee piece off it. You know, like a serial killer does of his victim, just cuts wee keepsakes, sticks in your top pocket, say no more. All right. Headed in home base, compared it, that'll do me. Bought this big long bit of fucking draft excluding and um, water excluding. Bottom of the shower stuff, got that in. 
got home, cut it real good. Perfect measure, fixed, done. DIY man strikes again. And now I've got um, the takes. Not actually cock. One of them is cock. There's there's cock there. I've one cock and one um, window sealant. I mean, this is the content you come here for. DIY tips as well. So one of my, my windows is a wee bit leaky. I got a bit nervous because we got a tumble dryer in the garage. The garage, aka my gym. I went in one day and there was just like wet on my like motivational posters. Same motivational posters. I have a whiteboard. It was a wee bit damp. Of Kelly Brook calendar, just obviously because you gotta know what day it is. And I have an Arnold Schwarzenegger motivational poster, of course, because what home gym doesn't? All right. And it was a bit wet, and I was like, "Oh no, it's coming from this f- fucking tumble dryer." Putting bastard condensation all over my equipment. So um, so I thought, all right, that's fine. Then I walked out and looked, and I said, "Oh, there's some damn fucking condensation here." It wasn't condensation, just a leak in the window. So I have to get up my ladder. Get my caulking gone out and just get the sealant on and make sure the windows are not leaking. Because, hey, we don't need any more problems in this weather. Things are bad enough. A DIY guy needs to strike again. And that's just what I've been up to. You know what I mean? I've been enjoying it. I've been um, trying to put in this the last few weeks because it's been a tough old lockdown. You know, I've been trying to do a bit more work in terms of writing and stuff. But I, I sometimes find that the time that I get inspired... I mean, I'm not one of these guys, I'm inspired. You know, time that I, that I try to write the evenings, but by then I'm just fucking banjoed. All I want to do is record one of my 17 podcasts and go to bed. So um, when I finish this, I'm going to try and do some some stuff. I've, sa- I've said the, to some uh, cohorts that I'm going to fire them a few ideas through via email, so I'll be loyal to that and um, get that off. And that is just what I'm at at the minute, so there you have it. You know, that's what I'm doing the past time during the lockdown. Speaking of passing time, I've done this a few times on the podcast over um, the last few weeks. I've fully forgotten to talk about the fact I'm doing a show in the Ulster Hall on the 17th of December. Now, this is the thing. It's the biggest show to date. You know, tickets have sold well. They've slowed a bit, as you'd expect. But... I'm wanting to get it sold out so we don't have to talk about it all the time. And if I keep forgetting to talk about it in a podcast, it's not that big a deal. I've just actually looked at myself in the camera here. And yes, the people who message me to tell me I look terrible, accurate. But um, yes, Ulster Hall tickets are available on Ticketmaster and the Ulster Hall website. So please go and get a ticket. It's going to be a really good time. Um, it's going to be a stand-up show unless I just decide to do this instead. That'll be a real fucking shock, wouldn't it? People turn up for stand-up and I just do a podcast. This is actually my 19th podcast here. It's called uh, Dave's Just on a Stage in Nilster Hall, live. Um, but that was awful banter. And if you're basing buying tickets off that banter alone, you know, please, please don't base it off that because I'll be fucked. But yeah, tickets are available. They're like £17, which is cheap. You know, we're going to hopefully be allowed out again. Boris has said that we're going to be allowed out in June. But hey, Boris is a Walt and fucks up all the time. So I wouldn't take that as verbatim or not. But hey, verbatim means directly copied. You know, that that's so it doesn't really make sense either. You can tell I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm running on fumes. But get your tickets anyway. Come and see me. It'll be a nice time. Um, And that is all I want to talk about. I was going to talk about the... Uh, the Dubai royal family because I saw that they've just keep keeping one of the princesses just hostage and it's great banter. But unfortunately, I've talked too much about being tired and miserable to get on that. So hey, listen, if you want an interesting story, just Google. I think her name's like Fatty or something. I mean, it could entirely be wrong, but like this princess 
the Dubai royal family tried to escape, but shock her, they caught her, and now she's putting like TikToks out, being like they're keeping me prisoner. And if I was keeping her prisoner, I wouldn't let her have her phone. So I mean, hey, you know, sound like Britney Spears' dad there. Which, by the way, a lot of people giving Britney Britney Spears' dad a lot of shit. You know, a lot of people getting on his back, being like, oh my god, why are you? controlling Britney's finances and I just want to step up and as a father of two daughters myself say listen I look after their finances you know that's what I do I, I'm responsible for that so I'm sure Britney's dad is just doing the same thing as me you know albeit my children are four months and three years old but that doesn't matter you know I can I ever see me relinquishing their finances no never so salt solidarity with Mr Spears and give him some respect you know maybe if Britney behaved herself a little bit better Mr Spears wouldn't have the discipline or maybe if Britney slept throughout the whole bastard night you know and didn't wake her mommy maybe Mr Spears would let her have her dough all right so there we are oh yes and by the way I'm going into my ads now so I'll just plug the Patreon first because um we're, we're doing some nice things over there. People are enjoying the Patreon over there. There's a load of new subscribers in the last couple of weeks since I've started doing the Serial Killing a podcast, which, by the way, is a lot of fun. It's basically a comedy podcast where we sort of go through actual cases of serial murder. I mean, if there's nothing, like, is nothing sacred? No. You, you need to find humour in everything, don't you? So um, it's a lot of fun. And people are like, why are you doing that? Why do with Hey, I'm a criminologist. I have a criminology degree. That's why I'm doing it. I'm interested in serial killers. You know, so that's why we're doing it. People want it. There's way more patrons over there now after it. So, hey, I'll keep doing it. There's two tiers now, too. You know, like, not like in a prison gang, but two. Um, so if you want to be a writer, Sly, the original guys that get all the content, it's like $5 five because that was the original price you had to set it up for. Or if you just want to get on, get the bonus podcast content so you get an extra weekly podcast video and audio and the serial killing a podcast video and audio it's two dollars and you get other stuff too like you can ask questions and whatever else too so hey it's a lot of fun get over there to patreon slash sly guy podcast avec dave elliott but i don't even think you need to put my name in because i'm so fucking insignificant and stinking looking and old and scraggled with yellow teeth and a gray beard all right Manscaped is here to give you a fresh start in 2021 with their perfect package 3.0 that has all the right tools for the job. If the job is getting rid of pubes around your cock and balls, come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof skin safe trimmer will reduce next to your two best friends. Again, I keep saying, Manscaped, why do you refer who in Manscaped's two best friends are their balls? Like, at least your cock and balls, but not just one ball. You know, it's very weird, Manscaped change the read this third generation trimmer even has a light to give you the glow up you need in 2021 it's also time to freshen up down there for the new year with the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer now to be fair the fragrance is fantastic you know i actually have never i i i've never in my life smelt my balls before and gone that they're good enough to eat you know i would like my balls in my mouth now that i use this i go hmm I hope it's cheat day soon so I can get a mouthful of these balls. And it's very true. Um, 2020 was awful, so make sure your boys are refreshed and ready for the new beginnings of 2021. Hey, Matt Skip, we're going into March. Send me a new rate, so don't bore people. 
Um, Manscaped believe in throwing their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Speaking of comfort, hey, they've got anti-chafing boxer briefs too. And hands down, it's the best underwear you'll ever wear. Hey, I've worn women's lingerie before. Fake news, but they're very comfortable. And if you want to avail of this, you want to support the podcast, you want to support the people's podcast, the podcast that needs the support, you want to help this podcast grow to levels it deserves instead of going and supporting all the fucking massive podcasts out there. Fuck those guys. Support the little man. Ironically, he's still quite a large man and this podcast is doing pretty well, but that doesn't matter. Get 20% off and free shipping. If you use the code SLYGUY at checkout, that's all caps, SLYGUY at checkout, it's 20% off, free shipping, whether it's for your partner, this is my favourite bit, whether it's your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, get them something that they'll enjoy. <laughs> Imagine that, your old boys, like, what are you looking for Christmas, dad? He's like, ah, oh, I'm looking, um, the new pair of stepladders, to be honest, you know, the last ones have buckled over the years, and the new pair, hey, what about a shaved cock and balls instead? Well, I can't get into the attic. Hey, what about that? What about your balls don't stink anymore? What about ma, maybe? You know, diffuses a tea bag. Let's just say in in your in your mouth. What if you if you your if mum's the mug of boiling water? What if mummy is a mummy's a mug of boiling water, and your your balls are. A, a tea bag. Your balls are the tea bag infusing in her mouth. You, you, you. As we put a boiling water, you put your 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 balls. You put you put the tea bag in the boiling water. You put your mum's mum's mouth is the is the cup. Your balls are. You drop the tea bag into the cup. I.e., you put your don't put your balls in boiling water because that's stupid. You put dad. Listen, you put your balls in the mum's mouth. Leave them there for a couple of minutes. Not too long, otherwise. The tea gets a bit bitter, but just enough to, you know, add the milk and Bob's your uncle, I think about that, Dad. It'd be like, just get me a step ladder, would you, son? And I'd be like, alright. But for 20% off of free shipping, you, you can fuck off, son. Alright, Dad, cheers. Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. The podcast is also brought to you, as always, by the the original partner of the podcast, Modest Beer. We all know it by now, Modest are an independent beer brewery. Modest are an independent beer brewery from Bollywood with Bon Burr. So if you're looking to try their delicious range of beers, ale, stouts, get over to modestbeer.co.uk to see what it's all about. Oh shit, am I Kate's? Because that rhymed. If you want to follow them on all social media, please do on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Modest Beer. If you're having a Modest Beer, fucking stick it up, let threaten them. See if you're having a fucking Modest Beer. Tag them on Instagram stories. Tag me too, so the fuckers know you got them from me. All right, and then fucking stick it up. We'll share it out, and it'll be a load of fun. All right, you fucking nonsense. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the raids, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as something let's get into the questions where are we um i don't even know how long i've been talking for feels like too long my mouth's getting dry i'm feeling like i'm full of shite let's get on to as in just i'm talking shite not i'm fully i don't need to go and do shit that'd be very rude even for me to just go and dump lads listen i've had enough away for shit you know um right listeners questions first up it's the man himself sensei flood and he has said, 
loaded question. Have you sampled Bebe Adriano's new cheesecakes? Now, here's the thing. The more astute of you might have noticed here, why is Bebe Adriano's not a sponsor? Just literally, we just reached the end of the agreement for the sponsorship. That's it. I still don't love them any less. I still really recommend them. So I've just seen they're starting to do desserts and their cheesecakes look fucking delicious. And if the rest of their food's anything to go by, would recommend. But no, sensei, I've not tried the cheesecakes yet. But that's not to say I won't. You know, let's be totally honest. Let's call a spade a spade. I'm a greedy fat bastard and I'm definitely going to try the delicious desserts. So I will. I'll try them at some point and then I will report back to you. But, um, you know, I do recommend them and I'm serious. You know, when they're not a sponsor, I'm just going to be able to say what I want. Don't have to do the reads, how they say. But hey, check out Bebe Adriano's. It's still the best burrito place I've been to. You know, love it. It's delicious. Um, and on a side note, I tried another place in Bangor. Now, again, before the sensei gets into me with his fucking loaded questions, I'm doing Slimming World at the minute, as you can tell. It's felt now, albeit I had a wee bit of a, a couple of rocky weeks there because my wife was sick and she didn't want to stick to it. And then, obviously, I, when you fall off the wagon, you know, the wheels are off. You, you just go off for a wee week or two, but it's, they're back on firmly, all right? And we thought at the weekend we'd try some new pizza place in Bangor called Mana Pizza. And the menu looked very sexy, you know, it had a lot of um, sort of, you know, gourmet type pizzas, not just your sort of regular run of the mill, but like, you know, it looked fancy, let's just say that, and we checked it out, we went there the weekend, and oh wow, it was probably, probably the nicest pizza I've ever had, now again, it's very hard for me to say, because... Um, I'm a, I'm a rider die for Pizzini in Hollywood. That's my number one pizza place in the world. But this was a very, you know, it's in the ring. You know, it's a, it's in the ring with it. It's a contender. You know, we had a wee pizza each. I had like a a very fancy ham and ham and pineapple. I had a very ha- fancy Hawaiian pizza. But it was like thick cubes of like cut ham, and it was like rum infused pineapple with rocket on top, like salt bay, just fucking delicious. And uh, Catherine had some veggie shite, but it looked nice too. And then we had, like, to start, a wee small like, camembert with, like, garlic bread. My God. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So, again, not a sponsored podcast, just me being straight up. And since I'm recommending places in Bangor, also check out Yo Burger. Delicious too. And then tell them I sent you, even though you're not sponsoring. You know, there you go. Just representing things I like. I like burgers, like pizzas, and there too, I, I, I recommend. So, um check them out nathan langdon who by the way um was very kind to have me on his podcast shit talk and banter podcast and that's available i shared a story there this week it's there too check that out nathan langdon's instagram and link to it it was a nice episode we ended up talking at a great length about politics which i think is, is stupid you know i think um local politics is just like hey guy hey listen guys who cares about all the fucking trimmings. Let's just make sure our money goes the distance we want it to. We have access to good education, good housing, good jobs. And I will worry about what our culture is after. Because that's, listen, for that to be the number one issue, that's why it's a problem. You know, just make sure you look after your family. You can live a good life. And then after that, do whatever you want. You know, if you want to if you want to wear a poppy or a lily or you want to go out and play a flute or you want to play a boran, if you want to speak Angelica, if you want to speak Ulster Scots, you know, do what you like. I don't care. But just be signed, you know.
And that was the gist of our conversation that we had. But again, Nathan's come in with a very um a very high end question again this week, like similar to what we spoke about on his podcast. He said, Is letting a girl lick you out considered a homosexual act? Now what I would say, by definition, no, because a girl is doing it to you, I assume a boy, unless you identify something else, which respect, it's 2021. But what I'd say, the, the it's not the act in and of itself, which would make something either hetero or homosexual. It is the partner that would, would um, define what that is. So like if it was a man licking your taint, yeah bit homosexual now i just want to point out that it is probably homosexual to you know suck a dick but to get your dick hey who cares you know listen we'll not complain beggars can't be choosers and all that but i think no i mean if it is who cares it's all cool it's all gravy you know it's we're in the modern era people can do the like but i mean what i think you're trying to do is get some sort of um you know some 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 kind of validation that uh, and some support while you're saying you get you get your taint licked and fair play to you i mean i think that's maybe a nice feeling i, I imagine it would be i don't know if pr- specifically i've had that area licked i mean i wouldn't wish that i'm a worst enemy but i mean i'm sure it feels nice so i mean it's not a homosexual act you do you boo you know just let if, if girls won't lick you out, let them lick you out. if guys won't lick you out and you want them to lick you out you know, let's let's live a hedonistic lifestyle. Once this lockdown's over, let's all start swinging and having all sorts of crack. You know, let's be less shy. You know, we've been at home for the last year. We've really got to know ourselves, I'm sure. So let's just take that out into the world. Like, that's what I said. Everyone's talking about the virus going down. They're like, oh, no, the virus. The R number of the virus is dipping. But as soon as we're let out, the fucking R number of salmonella and other ass-eating related illnesses are going to go through the roof because people are just going to be <clears throat> munching flat out. Oh no, fucking done it again. This has happened to me before. Aaron Butler bought me a, a light for my birthday, alright, and it has died on me. Sorry, we're back with a bit of a problem there, a blackout, if you will, in terms of what happens to the light that I used just died again. It happened to me during the serial killing a podcast with Aaron Butler and now it's happened again. So it just turns out the battery life in this light's a piece of shit. So I'm gonna use it, I'm gonna to have to use it charged up. I'm just destroying the fucking environment. And by the way, I've just looked at myself again and my beard looks stupid. Again, anyway, where were we? Nathan was asking about being eaten out. So next question, Michael Kerr said, Hey Dave, opinions on people who wear shorts all round, are they the same breed as sea swimmers? Nah. Those guys are ballers, you know, they're guys, those guys are just giving up, giving a fuck like, and they're just doing what they want to do, wearing shorts, you know, <laughs> I was going to say fucking bitches, but you can't say it anymore, but guys who wear shorts, they don't give a fuck, they just have a good time, and sea swimmers, uh, I mean, now here's the thing, if they were to wear shorts, and they were to post on Facebook, being like, oh look at me, I'm wearing shorts in the cold, aren't I so mad, it makes me feel so refreshed, yes, then they're the same, like, again, I have no problem with sea swimmers if they just do it. See, they do it and then tell, post about it on Facebook and tell you how great it is and how you should do it. Fuck off. It's the same, like I've said before, as me and my hobby going to the toilet for a dump. You don't have me taking photos in the shitter going, so refreshing. I feel so great afterwards. The, there's so many endorphins in my body. 
Just get in the sea and fucking keep your mouth shut, all right? Gnome Gnomes has said, would you like a mouthful of Ellen DeGeneres' salami? I mean, listen, I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know whether this is something that I've missed out on, maybe. Ellen DeGeneres is, is now a butcher, or indeed, you know, maybe she identifies as a guy, if it's, it's a penis, you mean? Let me read the, the link that you've sent me. Um... I mean, here's the thing, I think, if Ellen DeGeneres wanted me to have a mouthful of salami, her salami, I would I would have to have it because she would force me to, because Ellen is a bossy person, if you would believe what her aides have said. As in A-I-D-E-S, no, you know. Ellen DeGeneres salami, one company's quest to make meat from celebrity tissue samples. Oh, that's not creepy, is it? may sound like the makings of a bad science fiction movie, but a company that harvests human tissue to make meat products such as salami, but a new startup called Bite Labs is claiming to want to make human test tube meat a reality. No, I'm not Hannibal Lecter. Um, they want to use celebrities to do it, of course they do. At the moment, our primary goal is to provoke discussion and debate around topics of bioethics and celebrity culture, said Martin from Bite Labs. Hey, be less of a wanker, Martin. We won't have the discussion. See if Ellen DeGeneres' salami tastes fucking good. I don't give a fuck. I'll eat it, you know. I'd eat any salami. I'm a big fan of salami if it tastes good. But, I mean, gross. Um, Here's how it'll work. According to Bite Labs, a sample of tissue containing myosatellite cells, the type of cells that help repair and regrow damaged muscle, will be taken from a person during a biopsy. Those cells are multiplied in a lab using a medium that acts as an artificial blood to grow muscle. Once the cells are mature enough, they will ground, be ground and mixed with different kinds of meats, spices, fats, oils, and flavor. Yeah, probably be pretty good, wouldn't it? Pretty tasty. Um, as far as the celebrity angle, Bite Labs is hoping they can use celebrities to warm people up to the ideas. You know what? Just don't eat human meat. Um, and who do the, the, these are the celebrities they want to use? James Franco, Kanye West, Jennifer Lawrence and Helen DeGeneres. I mean, I'd eat Jennifer Lawrence, but other than that, I, I wouldn't be too keen on those guys. Um, in case you're wondering, DeGeneres' salami is described as black pepper and garlic with a playful kick of mustard. To give the Alan Salami a highly approachable and well-rounded flavour. But then you get too close, it fucking knocks the fuck out of you. It spits in your face. Um, so, Nomi, what I'm going to say is, uh, nah. I don't think I would like to eat that. And I mean, I don't know why people are deciding just to eat flesh. You know, it's not the, the 80s movie Alive. We don't need to do that. We're not an Argentinian rugby team. We just can eat normal meats, you know what I mean? And, and of course... I'm sure the guy who works for that company has those little circular glasses and a moustache, the fucking dildo. Helena said, hey Dave, the weather's shite. Any tips and things to do with kids when it's cold and wet? Mine are a bit older than yours, four, six and nine. They do go and play on their own for a while, but often when I check on them, they're destroying something. Hope you're all well. Um, I mean, for me, the, the main thing I would say would be naps. Get your kids to go to sleep, ideally through the night. I'd just be saying, guy, listen, why don't you go to your room and just sleep? You know, the, the three-year-old will be like, I don't want to do that, Daddy. And I'll go, all right, fair enough. I want she'll be like, I want to watch Bing or Booba, who's this new, wee, weird, like, troll guy that's on Netflix. Booba just runs about going, oh, hee-hee. That's what he does. And then the other one just lies there and goes, ah, ah, because she's only four months or whatever. So, I mean, my activities are just trying to get peace. That's all I do from the, the wake till it's bedtime. I just try to pass time. It's not a good life. Um... 
but it is what it is. Um, Talal Jumar said, what's more painful, uh, watching William play for us or a lockdown extension? You know what? Probably William, because I'm used to lockdown and there, there are ways to enjoy it to some extent. You know, it's, and I just am used to it now. But William, William's not very good. And thank you for the question, Talal. Um, Rob McCambly said, Buongiorno. I hope it's Buongiorno. It's, but it's, there's a U in there. It's confused me. Buongiorno, David. Watching celebs go dating there. And a friend of the show, Wanye, was on it. Apparently, he loves a good armpit. What do we all reckon about this? Now, I was going to watch celebs go dating. Usually, that's a show I enjoy. But since it's in the big mansion, I don't like it. The the get, the get celebs this year aren't great. Barway and Lineker. So, if I could just watch his bits alone, I would do that. But, he's, thankfully enough, I've been sent um, the link uh, right here from a boy Rob to say uh, what's been going on here with with Wanye. So let's just check that out. Wayne Lineker baffles celebs go dating fans with his odd armpit chat up line. They were baffled in Tuesday episodes on Channel Four when Wayne Lineker complimented his date Billy Jean's armpits numerous times. Oh why? Um, a beat the nightclub owner Lineker said he was cringing over the armpit line. The 58-year-old, who famously never dated anyone over the age of 30, was seen chatting to a 25-year-old Billy Jean, and it all appeared to be going well. I mean, what's weird is the guy looks like he's made out of melted wax, you know? He is not a sweet-looking guy. Why is a 25-year-old one to go out of the 58-year-old? Unless cash money. Um... But it appeared to be going well, but instead of smooth talking, the radio presenter with compliments about her eyes and hair like most would, Wanye opt for a slightly more unconditional, 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 unconventional, <laughs> fuck me, I am, my, my sugary coffee's run out, unconventional approach. The pair sat on the sofa and Wayne confessed, I love your armpits, babe. Billy Jean, who seemed taken aback by the odd remark, said what? Wayne continued, they're the best armpits I've ever seen. To which she said, aye, they're good armpits, to be honest. Viewers of the show quickly took to Twitter to complain. One person said, Wayne Lineker telling Billie Jean she had nice armpit, armpits, epic compliment, mate. Another commented, this chat was the worst I've ever seen. Armpit talk, marriage talk, sounding like he's no enthusiasm. What the fuck am I witnessing here? Armpit love with third road. I mean, listen. When you get to 58, you're a guy like Wayne Lineker has probably been around... You know, you've seen plenty of things. You've been with plenty of women. You've probably been with a few men as well. Listen, if, if I'm ever rich and famous. So, I mean, maybe you need to try things that are slightly out of left field, you know, slightly different, and an armpit would, would be that. Um, so maybe that's what he's up to. And, you know, an armpit would have depended on the length of hair in there, a different feeling, sensation as well. So, I mean, I wouldn't knock it. I'd say rob yourself if you're looking a wee bit of, um, you know, encouragement. You know, and go go for the armpit. Try it out. Wayne says it's good. And it's good enough for Wanya. It's good enough for us here at the, uh, at the Sly Guy podcast, i.e. me in my dining room. Gareth Jordan said, did you know that Roy Carroll has the perfect managerial record of one game and one trophy? I didn't, but that's pretty impressive. The same way as um, Sam Allardyce is England's greatest ever football manager, 100% win record. And last question of the day is our boy Willie Palmer. has said, how much gigging does it take to make a living out of stand-up? I've always wondered if a comedian doing maybe two to three gigs a week is earning enough cash to live on, especially with how low ticket prices usually are. 
See, to be honest, I don't think there's anybody making a living on stand-up alone. You know, I think, unless you're doing a big, like a couple of, a big show or a couple of big shows a year, the probably majority of income is coming from, you know, doing corporate stuff or doing videos or whatever. So, I mean, stand-up alone, it's hard, but it's the fun, it's the enjoyment, it's the crack. And... You know, it's a, it, we're, you know, I'm lucky enough myself to be able to gig, to pay for it. You know, that's a nice place to be. And I miss it. I miss it a lot. But, I mean, I think if you wanted to do, if, like, just solely off stand-up alone, you'd have to travel a bit more, you know, and do a few nights across across the water or down south or whatever, you know. But just alone in Northern Ireland, you couldn't really sustain it, I don't think. So, you know, two, three gigs a week, probably not enough. Especially if you're like, you know, only wear Gucci like me or, you know, actually employ staff. I employ staff to make sure the light on my uh, podcast doesn't die and it's died. So when I finish this, somebody is getting a severe kicking. All right. So that's the end of the podcast, guys. What I want to say is, first of all, thank you for listening. Again, thanks to anybody who rates and reviews the podcast. I really appreciate that. Thanks to anyone that shares it in Instagram stories or tweets it or whatever. Gets the word out, especially during this tough lockdown. It's been hard. I love to see it in people's stories. So please, if you like to like it and you're listening, share it. Get the word out. I'd appreciate it. And if you don't, hey, listen. Each to their own. A rising tide lifts all ships. Don't belittle other people. You know, it's not my style. I wouldn't do that to people. I'm, I'm, I'm an upriser guy. You know, that's what I'm all about. You know. Now I'm going to go and watch some Netflix. I think. And just have a bit of a chill for the rest of the evening. Which is nice. I mean, I have, I've had to drag myself on the Netflix. Because I've been spending most of the last week watching um, a guy called Andy Malone on Instagram. Which, by the way... 10 out of 10 Instagram account very enjoyable the guy is a terrific entertainer and if you haven't checked them out do guys this has been the Sly Guy podcast it's been nice I've enjoyed this episode sometimes I come in here I'm like I'm stuck in this bastard house again what the fuck am I going to talk about but that felt nice had a fucking tech malfunction Ben be in the studio next week and hopefully this will be us back in the studio forever very threatening wasn't it bye I'm the slack guy